The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remembering unusual times that can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride, cause everybody needs a climb. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jessica, I'm here for the superintendent meeting where we argue um, over things that we shouldn't have to argue about because... Obviously, the parents of Cape Side are wrong, but um, I'm... S- um, excuse me, ma'am. This is a PTA meeting, not a pep rally. Um, just saying. Yeah, excuse me. I would like to bring up the important matter that my son is a douchebag. I would like to um, say something about the principal, and it's simply that he's black, and that is why I hate him. And that's all I have to say. I would like to say that Cape Side may be a bigoted town, but here we are. Mm. Here just we are. trying to get by every single day. We learned some awful things about Cape Side and trash, its general populace. Trash, everyone's trash. Yeah. They're all taking money under the table from the yep. rich folk. That joined the yep, country yep. club. I'm surprised that Andy, Mr. McPhee, Andy's dad, is n- not a uh, involved in any of this. But you know what? He 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 wants nothing to do with his children. So why would he even pay attention to the school? He has no stakes in this. No, he simply does not I'm care. I'm an important businessman. I have important business activities. He has meetings all he day, every day for his mysterious job that we don't even know. No. All these parents suck. Me- I mean, meanwhile, yeah. Gail's like... <laughs> Gail's like trying to re- revise her reputation from the first season. Yeah. 
Um, and that, so that is what we spent the episode doing. She's with like, Gail. hi, my name is Gail. I'm in a serious reporter. Now she's a serious I'm a reporter. serious reporter. Um, yeah. but also I'm trying to open up a fish restaurant. <laughs> suddenly, very suddenly very we suddenly. have the stupid fish restaurant yeah, storyline. Yeah. Thank goodness so, this isn't like, the show is not about the parents of cave side oh god we'd be suffering big time yeah we would be suffering. all we have is like a bunch of little children like fighting the good fight yeah yeah that's what we have this is the thing this episode is like a very important episode it's not a very fun it's not fun episode it's not fun. and the thing is it's that's what we love about we love the drama don't get me wrong we love a drama that's why we're here However, this isn't like the fun drama that like we've come to expect from Dawson's Creek. This is like the real life sad drama that actually is still happening in fucking 2021. And it makes me fucking sad to watch this all take place in the 90s. And yet, have we grown? Have we grown at all? You came off of it um, watching it pretty mad, right? You were mad. Oh, so mad. I was instantly angry. Like it was literally like. Three minutes into the episode, I was like, fuck. Yeah. 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 But it's important. And I think it's an important lesson to learn that. Yes. The world is not just the world is biased. The world has uh, preferences towards your economic stance and the color of your skin even still. And just because sometimes you do the right thing doesn't mean that you're rewarded in society sometimes the people that have better status in life get what they want and it's sad exactly and this is kind of what we learn in this episode and it's important because i think it's a it's a lesson that we all have to learn but um it's not fun no, it's not it's not a fun episode of Dawson's Creek, but we are here to cover it regardless. It is a good episode and the ending will get there. I don't know how many messages we got this this uh, week that said he bought her a wall. Um, so we will get there <laughs> with all of that stuff. But how how has your week been? Because this is I'm trying to remember we last recorded prior to Christmas, right? Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And now Christmas has happened. The holidays are done. On. They're over. Yeah. We have New Year's to get through, which take it or leave it. I don't particularly care about New Year's. Yeah. It's a day. It happens. Right. I will drink some champagne and toast. And that's it. I saw um, if you are a member of the Pusher Recaps Discord, you may have seen this, that I feel like this is such a good idea not to like make a resolution for next year because literally nobody ever sticks to those. Instead, to look back on like this year and like look at things that you were grateful for for 2021 and be like, this was nice that it happened. You know what I mean? Sis, do you do that every single year? This isn't like a new thing. I don't know that I've ever done. You have last year. Did I? Did yes. I do this? Last year okay. you posted on like Twitter, like all the things I have that you the were memory of for. a goldfish. We and I, I actually me. was waiting for you to like oh. make a tweet about it because I'm pretty sure last year you said that this is what you do. Instead of resolutions, you <laughs> do last year? Yeah. Are you sure? I'm positive. No, I look at my Twitter yeah, no. If you That's search hilarious. like 2020 Jessica Sterling you'll find the post because like one of the things you were grateful for was shit 90 shows taught me and me and I still am so I I I just like I sometimes feel as though 
like I'm just with when I speak to you, I just and it happens with a lot of people that it's constant deja vu because I'm like, we've had this conversation before. Yeah. Like, what no, are you've you definitely saying? had every conversation with me before. I, I uh, it happens yeah. with like my friends. It happens with my fiance. It's like, am I just living in a loop? Probably. I mean, if it's with me, yes, because we all know that I don't remember anything. I, like, truthfully, I think it's like a really nice sentiment. Like, I, I, I'm not like doxing you about that. Like, I think it's great. I think that resolutions are really hard to keep. Um, but I think that mm-hmm. to look back and think about like what you're grateful for, I think that's a wonderful sentiment. Um, yeah, like New Year's kind of blows. Um, I don't like it. I don't like a lot of holidays. In fact, as I, if you've been listening to us for a while, like you'll hear like me being like, oh, I don't like this holiday. I don't like that holiday. Um, I hate New Year's. It's always overhyped. And honestly, like, I don't know why, but, like, the song Old Land Zyme makes me really depressed, mm-hmm. um, which I know um, I've said before on a podcast. I don't. I mean, it, it's like, let all be forgot it's just that one. sad. I don't know why it's a song. I just don't. I hate it. I don't know how to pronounce the song. That's my biggest issue yeah, with it. Old Lanzine. Like it doesn't. It's not spelled like it sounds, and it's very confusing. How do you possibly search for tweets? I don't know how to do this. Oh, You're better no. at the Twitter stuff than I yeah. am. I don't know what the hell I'm yeah, doing right I now trying fi- to find I can, this. I can find it, but please do and tell me if I've already done this before because that I, one's truly cracked I, me up. I know that you've done it before because I'm going to search it. for myself and then New Year's. Just do Maybe 2020. New year's would um. What the heck? I tweeted about a bed frame at some point. That's not what I'm looking for. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what's happening. Okay. All right. All right. Um, it's fine. Anyway. Let it go. Again. Oh, wait. I found one from 2019. Okay. Here we go. <clears throat> oh, Written on December 31st, 2020, one year ago. Great. Mentally, 2020 was a challenge. While I off, often felt okay, this is kind of private, but whatever. When I often <laughs> it's felt private, my Twitter is a public Twitter. Yeah. Okay. Let's see if you. Okay. Let's see. Mentally, 2020 was a challenge. I often felt isolated and never felt alone. Oh, while okay, can okay, hold on. Mentally, 2020 was a challenge. Just like me reading this tweet. While I often feel <laughs> felt isolated, I never felt alone, and I have some people to thank for that. At Will Afferty, planning the wedding wasn't easy, but choosing mar- to marry you was. Oh, now this is ringing. Mm-hmm. Chink- oh, not what is it? What's it's the word? Ringing, now this is like ringing, ringing bells. A bell. Is that at right? Sarah Ferguson meeting you oh. and starting um, shit nineties pod was hashtag BFF goals. Uh, the last time you called me your best friend. Um, <laughs> this is so untrue. <laughs> at Ron Howard. <laughs> Starting community building with you wasn't something I ever thought would happen. It's ma- way more than cool. Cool, cool, cool. At Post Show Reek House, specifically the Discord crew, I really felt oh. like I found a wonderful home chatting snacks and playing Among Us. 
Oh, oh wow. Disgusting. Disgusting. Throw that. And then um, at Rob's sister Nino and the entire RHAP crew, podcasts have never been more important for keeping one's mind occupied and you never fail to provide funny content. And then everybody else, I can't fit into a tiny tweet who made me laugh or smile in this hellish year. Cheers to 2021 uh, with uh, beer emojis. Um, so, yeah, Jessica, huh. you've done this before. And I Been remember you did it in 2019, too, because you, <laughs> Why do you know that? referred to it. And I think it's on your Facebook and not your Twitter. Because oh, I remember. Wait, have you just scoped out my you entire social You told me media? a year ago, and I'm sorry that I don't have a memory of a gerbil. And I remember things <laughs> you actually tell me. I'm sorry that I remember and I absorb shit that you tell me. I don't remember anything. I'm sorry. And now that you've said that, I recall saying those things. But at the same time, I could see myself saying those things on the one year anniversary of the podcast. So it's hard no, for me to no. and like, I remember, reckon which I remember which. thinking it was like a nice You're thing. You were like, oh, I made the top whatever. And last year you proposed it that this was like your thing. And now this year you're like, I saw it on the PSR. I did not Discord. say I don't think I said it was my thing last year. I mean, girl, I trust. Well, then I was my, smarter I trust, than I thought. I trust myself more than you. That you should. So anyway, no one cares. This has been ten minutes of this nonsense. <laughs> I mean, like I'm just saying that, like, okay. But the, also, the thing is, is like, Sarah, how is your week? Blah blah blah. And then you went into like this whole thing about yourself and like what your goals for 2022 <laughs> were. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, like I didn't even get to. You're like, hi, how are you? But how was your? How week? was your week? But also, Sarah? Uh, this is what I'm also. Doing. Let me talk about myself for ten minutes. <laughs> So, fuck it. Let's talk about Principal Green. Well, are you going to tell me no. how your week was? No, I won't. Ugh. I won't. You don't want to know, so I'm not going to share. This is the biggest fight we've ever had. No, it's I don't think it is. I don't think it's it not is. even close. It's, uh, no. uh, episode, season three, episode 16, Two Green with Love. Yep. Um, We open up with this PTA meeting, and they're discussing the whole Matt Caulfield thing, which I thought would die. But it didn't. Nope. And we have, like, the parents um, arguing that it was not fair for Principal Green to decide to sus- expel, expel uh, Matt Caulfield. And then we have, like, another, like, maybe smaller group. I'm not quite sure of, like, Dawson and Pacey and Joey and, like, some other random smatterings that, like, it was fair. And basically, like, Matt Caulfield's dad is, like... Um, it's not fair that he didn't. He acted like out of line and you should welcome my kid back. Yeah, he calls Principal Green an extremist and he says his notions of justice are better suited for an urban war zone, which like I'm pretty sure it's. I think it's Pacey at this moment. He's like, did he really just say that? Like, we all know what he means when Mm -hmm. he says that. Um, I have in my notes, okay, racist asshole. Yeah, so, like, this <laughs> is starting to become racially driven. Exactly. Uh, this whole um, thing. Yeah, and I love Joey saying, if you were doing your job as a parent, you wouldn't be here either. Ooh. Like, fuck you, dick. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so Joey stands up and is, like, basically saying, you know, this isn't right. It's gotten blown out of proportion. This is ridiculous. Um. 
And uh, then we get the superintendent saying if as of Friday at 3 p.m. Principal Green doesn't amend his decision to something less severe, then he will ask Principal Green for his resignation. Um, And this is a big fucking deal. I don't know the ins and outs of like school shit. Mm -hmm. Um, It it seems real fucked in my opinion. But, you know, this is also in the 90s and also like a small town. I don't really know how this all operates. But um, Gail sees a news reporter, Sherry, um, reporting on this and she goes up to congratulate her. So apparently Gail, when Gail was a news reporter, Sherry was just an intern. Yep. Um, and like Sherry uses some very like coded language when she says, oh, you're a veteran trailblazer. But yeah. she means like old, like bitch, you're old. <laughs> right, 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 right. Because it's like one of those things where she's like, you know, um, there's a new generation of female reporters and we wouldn't be here without like you being the catalyst for that. Right. So it's like meant to be nice. It's a backhanded like, compliment. It's a back, yeah, it's a backhanded compliment. Yeah, and so her angle, Sherry's angle is going to be, because every news story has an angle that, you know, Principal Green is a wacko. And this really bothers Gail, and we'll get into more of her story later, but like, makes sense that like, the news reporter really is supposed to tell all sides of a story, not just choose their favorite and go with it. Uh, um, I mean, do it, like, doesn't happen now. <laughs> I think it's really like the network's like prerogative. Oh, it doesn't. Of course, they get it's, it's back or back. Exactly. From. The news is so biased these days. Oh yeah, yeah. Nothing has changed. Like that is what's so triggering about this episode. Is like a lot has changed, but also so much has not. And right. it's really hard to watch this because you're like, we wish it was different now. Um, but then we see Joey and Pacey walking together on their way um, out after the PTA meeting. And Joey is like, it's unjust. Um, and Pacey says something that is just still so true. Um, and he says, convicts, mental defectives, which we obviously would not use that terminology today, but um, the, the still the meaning behind it is still true. Um, and people under 18 aren't allowed to contribute to decisions that affect them. Mm, yeah. Very true. Like, a lot of these people aren't given options. They're kind of just told this is how it's going to be and that's it. Um, and Joey is frustrated because squeaky wheels get the oil. Um, and so she wants people to actually stand up for Principal Green. And she says they would have to set down their PlayStation and turn off TRL. Yeah, <laughs> I got it. you got to turn TRL. off the TRL. <laughs> TRL yeah. shout out. Uh, that was so pretty good. Yeah, I always like went home after school and watch TRL with Carson Daly. Yeah, yeah. He got it. And it's like, oh, like, who's going to be, like, the guest today? And, like, everybody mm-hmm. wants to be one of the people that were outside the window with the signs. Yep. The good thing old old days. And I, I, I mean, I did not have a problem turning off my PlayStation, but I probably did have a problem turning off my TRL. Um, yeah. So PC's like, yeah, like, let's do it. Like, let's, like, Get a movement going. Let's rally the troops. Um, and I think that Joey is like kind of like uncertain. Like, what can she even do? Like, she like right. even her like efforts of like trying to make a statement of painting a mural, like that whole thing triggered everything. Um, right. But he's very encouraging. Um, but, you know, who is also encouraging AJ. Yeah, well, the thing is, is Pacey says, oh, go rally the troops. And then AJ literally says the same exact thing, that yeah. they need a, ra- a leader to rally around. Yep. And she's like, oh, that's what Pacey said. And then he says he has the audacity while talking to a girl called Joey, 
which is unusual at best, uh-huh. even though her name is Josephine, yeah. to say, what kind of name is Pacey? Bitch, what kind of name is AJ? What the fuck are you okay. talking about? Uh, like, hold on. Like, no, I think like, it's offensive. <laughs> I think in the, between the three, like, I've never heard, I've never met somebody named Pacey. I don't know. It's so hard for me to know because I've lived with Dawson's Creek for so long. But like, the thing is, is like, like nobody was like, oh, this I'm watching the show called Dawson's Creek and there's a character named Pacey. I'm going to name my son after him. Like nobody is named Pacey ever. Guess what? I don't care because I don't like AJ. AJ. Um, AJ sucks. Oh gosh. I mean, AJ is, is kind of like this happens all the time where you're like, here's a great idea. Why don't you do it? And they're like, oh, I don't know. And then like so-and-so like gives the same exact idea. And for whatever reason, that person values that person's opinion more. And they're like, yeah. that's a great idea. And you're just sitting there like, what the fuck? I just said so that. I said the same thing. I yeah. said that. Yeah. That happens. Well, people do that all the time to me. And I don't like it. And it's annoying. Sarah's <laughs> triggered by this. I, I think I am. Like, yeah. I think, I don't know, like, why. Nobody, like, I come up with, like, tons of great ideas. No one takes me fucking seriously. I take you seriously. I know. Okay. I know. As long as you know that. I don't really care what you think of anybody else. All right. I, I'm getting <laughs> heated myself. This entire episode <laughs> this is very heated. This whole episode is like going to like bring out my like, you know, your Aries my, moon. My Aries We're just going to be screaming ah. at the microphones. <laughs> um, Two fire so- signs just raging <laughs> at the microphones. So Joey, Bessie calls Joey into the room because Joey's on the news um, and it's the news story about the potential resignation of Principal Green. He has refused to comment, which this will be an ongoing thing. Mm. Um, and this news story is absolutely ridiculous because they completely take Joey's words out That's, of context. It was fucked up. They like literally just cut and splice the freaking and uh, yes. the freaking thing. And Joey's like, well, like I, I didn't say that. And she's like, well, I guess I did, but like not but in that context. I don't know how this works with news reporters and stuff, but don't they even need her permission in order for her to appear on television? Like, don't uh, they need her to sign off? I on don't know. Something? Maybe because it was like in a public forum. Oh, maybe. Like, maybe. But it's it's so fucked. Too. And like, I would be ex- especially upset if I'm Joey because it makes it look like she's against Principal Green when well, she's obviously the opposite. I mean, what did she mean by she's saying like it was blown out of proportion? Like, what does she mean by she that? She was anyway? saying it was weird. She's saying wording. that the PTA meeting is blown out of proportion. Uh, it made it sound like when I was watching it at first, it made it sound like the whole situation is blown out of proportion. So I can see how like out of context that could have been taken. Oh yeah, it sounds horrible. Yeah, like. I think that she needs to be like this PTA meeting is blown out of context. Just so well, she didn't know she was. <laughs> I think that news. like you have to be like very intentional with what you say. Yeah, because I don't. Yeah. I didn't know what she was talking about either. What's blown out of proportion? I don't know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so we're in school the next day and we see Joey hanging up flyers to save Principal Green. I didn't know that back in the 90, 90s they even had one of those like bracelet things with tape. So you have two hands free. Oh, those yeah. are like great for wrapping presents. Do you have you know? one of those? I don't. I should, but I don't. I do. You, what? Are you, why are you making that face? No, like, like I've never really like. I don't. I I know them. Like I've seen them. I don't have. I feel them. like that would be a good stocking stuffer. Yeah, that would be know? a decent stocking stuffer. Yeah. So I just want to um, know, like, how as like a person that has animals, like, how can you not get like fur in your tape? Oh, 100%. But that happens with regular tape. I know. I'm just like any tape. Oh, in general. Yeah. I just like that's the only thing. Like if that little wrist thing helps you not 
get fur in the tape, then... And, like, my dogs don't yeah. even shed. They don't... My dog... My breed of dog literally doesn't shed. And, like, it's still, like, my hair gets in it. Like, it... No. It's so annoying. I, if I... Pat, if there's a day that goes by that I don't have dog hair in my mouth, in my eyes, literally anywhere, something is wrong. Like, every single day there's dog hair I, somewhere on my body. And not even the robot vacuum can help you with that. No, she does her best, but there's only so much Wanda can do. She does her best. Yes. Um, so Pacey's like, I'm glad to see that you took my talk to heart and you're like, yeah. you know, you're fighting the good fight. And then Joey was like, you were encouraging, but this wasn't your idea. And Pacey's like, OK, fine. Like, if you want to take credit for it, totally cool. And then it's like, no, actually, it's AJ because AJ comes down from Harvard um, or Harvard fake harvard in quotes uh fake harvard um and aj came down and is helping joey which actually i did think that was very sweet of him very sweet but i was still angry because joey wasn't giving pc the credit and instead is giving aj the credit and obviously we're always on pc's side here um and so right so aj is now there and principal green is entering the school and like he's being filmed there's tons of signs like it's very awkward press oh it's just like Friday Night Lights. It's like, what in the world do these... They have nothing better to do. Yeah, like, is it the town is so small that they really care about what's the goings-on of, like, high school life? I think that's what it is. I think that the town is... I mean, we've heard things from Joey about how small the town is before, but, like, with her dad and, like, all the drama behind that and the gossip, I lived in a small town, too, but, like, there was never any news reporters, like... Oh, same. In I mean, this is television, I think, is what it is, right? Like, we have to just mm-hmm. suspend the disbelief yeah. about that. Uh, so AJ is there, and Principal Green's there, and everyone's, like, yelling at them, and it's, like, very, very stressful. Yeah. And then we're at the restaurant. Gail's restaurant is apparently opening soon. How? Bitch, how? That's what I wrote. I said, since when? How much time has passed? Like, I don't even know. Time means what nothing. The fuck? Time means nothing. I didn't even know that she put a down payment on it. I didn't even know we were that serious about it. But yeah, like, they're literally, like, rolling the silverware into the napkins. Like, that's it's, how this is close ridiculous. We are to opening yeah. this restaurant. Yeah, Dawson is stuck helping Gail, and he calls himself an indentured servant. It's like, Dawson, just be a good son and shut the fuck up, honestly. Just work like, just at roll the, the restaurant. Things. Work at the restaurant. I, I yes, mean, your mom will probably give you some money, so I don't know why you're complaining. It's so annoying. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, Dawson talks about how he's really proud of Joey and that she's finally standing up for herself and, like, blah, blah, blah. Because this is, I guess, after this little, like, save Principal Green meeting that we don't right. get to see, but, like, apparently... Joey did a really good job. Um, and Gail's like saying, you know, you're going to have like a tough road. At- She's going to have a tough road ahead of her because like Sherry, the news reporter, is like telling a one sided story. And Dawson is like, right. I have a good idea. Why don't you tell the real story and I'll be your helper and I'll take my yeah, I'll be your cameraman. Yeah, I'll get my camcorder out and we can do our own story and you can submit it to Channel 3. Yeah, um, and he says that, yeah, he says, we're not doing it for the station. We're doing it for you, Joey and Principal Green. 
And so then we get like flash cut to the like rally or like the small thing protest, I guess, that they've assembled outside the superintendent's office. Right. And so Joey is getting ready and AJ and Pacey are standing next to each other. And he's like, oh, thanks, Pacey, for bringing coffee. Like, it's so important. Your support, blah, 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 blah. And like, I don't know. AJ's being nice, but I'm annoyed with him. And AJ's talking to Pacey. He's like, just like, you know. I'm very biased. I like Pacey. It's fine. And AJ's trying. It's like he's not doing anything wrong. He's not. I just don't like he's him. He's not even pretentious um, in this episode. I still hold a, his first appearance against him because I feel like he was uh, a dick. No. I don't forget things. Yeah. So he says she's a born leader. And this is when Gail runs into Sherry. And I freaking love how Sherry wants to interview Joey. And she's like, in your frosted blonde dreams, Barbie. This is great. What a great line. Yeah. Uh, that was a good line by Joey. Sassy Joey is back. Sassy. Sassy Barbie, none for you. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, So she's like, you didn't think I was too hard on the Barbie girl, right? And Dawson's like, it felt good to me. Yeah. Um, And then AJ comes over and apparently like, or Pacey comes over and is like, apparently like the superintendent wants to see you. Right. You've been summoned upstairs. Right, so we have the difference of opinion here. We have Pacey who says he thinks it's a bad idea to go in because he's going to threaten you, Joey. Like, it's nothing good is going to come of this meeting. And uh, Joey turns to AJ and she says, what would you do? And he says he would go in. And so Joey, of course, mm-hmm. listens to AJ and yeah. goes in. Now, I <clears throat> tend to agree with Pacey that, like, probably nothing good is going to come from this meeting. But at the same point in time, if you really want change to happen, there has to be like a meeting of the minds. Mm-hmm. And so like they're probably this is kind of an inevitable conversation. Right. That's gonna have to happen. I wish the only thing that I wish is that she went in with the petition of 300 names. Exactly. Yeah. So they had this whole conversation and um, and he says, you know, he's heard that she's responsible for the dissonant screaming and he asks what she wants to accomplish. And she says that Principal Green was white. Right. He shouldn't be forced to change his ruling. Um, And Joey says there's more of us, a lot more. She says she already has 300 signatures on a petition, which she lies about. She does not have. um, And that there's going to be a rally tomorrow. There's a voice that doesn't agree with this and a voice uh, that will be heard. And he says that she should go back to school. And I love her just being like, I'm out with the cold. Yeah. That was Which sassy is ballsy, too. Yeah. Because I feel like she could be in, in big trouble, trouble here. for that. Yeah. Yeah. My only So thing, what do you think of this bold move of Joe? I mean, like, I think it's awesome. I think it's badass. Um I well like I get I wish that she came in with like, you know, better ammunition. Like I wish that she came in with like something or already prepared. Like in a way, like it kind of would have been a power move, been like you know, it's not appropriate for you to ask me out of the blue to come upstairs. Like, let's make a formal, like, appointment. Um, like, then she could have been like, I'm important, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Um, and also, I mean, I think it's good for her to be like, you know, there's like a, um, like a silent ma- uh, majority um, mm-hmm. going on. So I don't know. I, I mean, I think that it's all well and good. I think it's important that she speaks to the superintendent. My other thought is that, like, I almost feel like Joey's 
I love that she's doing it, but in like if this was like a real situation, like I wish that Joey wasn't the head or the face of this argument because it's hard for us to argue that it's not biased why she wants Matt Caulfield suspended because she, her mural because got her, ruined. So exactly, that's what I mean. So it's like if this was real, then I wouldn't want Joey being the front runner because it that's seems fi- she's yeah, a little too close to the situation. Um, Even someone that's like once removed that she trusts, right? Like a Dawson or a PC or an Andy, someone. I feel like, you know what? I feel like Andy is the best person for the job because she is fucking spunky. Like she will not let shit go. And not only that, but we've seen her when she like blackmails somebody later on. Like she is very she's opinionated and she knows how to get the job done and yeah. i mean granted she did just like cheat on a test and probably has to deal with the repercussions well, i that. mean we don't even get to but see what those repercussions were unfortunately not not yet we may we may still see them we don't know but but yeah so i agree with you i wish that it wasn't joey that was the face but like i do like story-wise mm-hmm. why like that joey is the face because it does give it gives her that confidence you know we see a confidence in joey that we haven't seen um, we see her in a leadership position, which we also really haven't seen much. Yeah. No, I really, really love it from her. I'm just, I don't know. I'm like kind of like <laughs> thinking about the In the real f- world. In the real world. But like, honestly, like Sarah, get a life. Like, <laughs> I don't know. This is like, you know, yeah. not real. Surprisingly so. so. So we're in Principal Green's house and Dawson and Gail go there um, in order to get an interview with him. Nikki had answered the phone and she had agreed on his behalf. But Principal Green doesn't want to talk. Um, and uh, and Nikki quotes um, Dr. King's words, when you see a good fight, get in it. And he says, like, he, he doesn't want to get do an interview and we find out later he doesn't want to appear as like the angry black man right yeah. like that's what they want out of him yep. and he does not want to give that to them yeah I mean it honestly reminded me of a big brother um it's just so stupid but you know the it reminds me of um when uh big brother all-stars the newest all-stars when like mm-hmm. Dave Vaughn and Bailey we're talking about how like they can't get angry in the big brother house because yep um they don't want to be shown as like the angry black women and that's what people expect of them so they had to be like extra calm and extra put together because of what gets put on like stereotypically on um black people like you know and, and we see like you know it's just a whole thing like if the situation was with a white principal, like, would any of this really be going down? Probably yeah, not. Yeah, I think, and the answer is no. Yeah, it's exactly. And, like, obviously, we're two white women talking about the show, so take that for what you will. But at the same time, it's, like, it's really sad because you want Principal Green to speak up and, like, stand up for himself. And Dawson and Gail are, like, offering him this opportunity to say his piece and, like, be heard when he really hasn't been. And for him to explain his actions, not that they need explanation, but to stand by them, basically. And he's not willing to do that. And, of course, yeah. Nikki is very frustrated well, yeah. with him as well. I mean, I guess it is, like, very frustrating because, like, Nikki wants his, like, daughter wants, like, him to fight for um, yeah. himself. And I guess in some people's eyes, he's just sitting and being silent and doing nothing. But I think, yeah. like, in a way, Principal Green is thinking, like, if I entertain this, then in a way, like, 
makes me guilty of what they're accusing of because I'm getting defensive about it. And he's like, if I don't even entertain this, then like I'm not taking it seriously. But then it's like now it's like escalating to a point where like the superintendent is Mm -hmm. like either you don't um, you take back your expulsion or you have to leave, which is like insane. I I don't know. Um, Also. I don't understand why fucking Matt Caulfield even wants to be in the school. If you're so rich and hoity-toity, then go to a private yeah. school. I think it's, I wonder if it's the expulsion on his record that's the issue because he was not going to be able to get into college oh, with that on his record. Right. But like you think his dad's so fucking rich, he'd buy his way in, you know? You would think. Um, but but yeah, so we get to um, kind of everybody getting together at the Potter B&B and Pacey says that while inventing a petition with 300 signatures is a bad idea, um, like it's easier to fake than the people they will need for a rally. Um, and then but AJ is like, well, she had to bluff, yeah. you know, and he's like, yeah, it's just gonna be tricky. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we see Andy and Jenner helping Andy blackmailing people oh. is like my favorite moment. <laughs> yeah, of the entire episode. I love I love how like really that so much activity in this little house, like, yeah, and the fact that like Andy was like, if you want me to be on your book, then you better be there and like sign this petition. It was yeah. so good. Um, and Jen's being really supportive. Jack made a new flyer and yeah, with his art stuff, his art, using his art, very artsy. Um, I never (laughs) said that he wasn't, um, (laughs) and, 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 well, I was going to say, we find out that Pacey is the reason they're getting all these flyers for free. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, Joey just thinks that Pacey's just like you know, blowing off every suggestion that's made and not being very helpful. But Pacey's being extremely helpful. Like, he's mm-hmm. getting these flyers for free. He's rallying these troops. He's organizing. And I, and I do feel like this makes a ton of sense for Pacey as a character, both because he's shown to be very charismatic and is able to charm people in, into getting what he wants. Right. But also, like... In the episode where he was trying to find out who was the one that destroyed the mural in the first place, it seemed like he is at least acquaintances with many people. And so he's able to get that information. So I like I feel like this is so consistent with who PC is that maybe Mm -hmm. he's not the best student around, but he's very smart and he's very charming. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I imagine his dad being a cop also gives him connections. Yes. Yes, that's true. It it mm-hmm. certainly does. Yeah. I mean, I think that there's like a big thing about like, hey, like, I mean, what's more valuable in this world? And I think that like intelligence or wisdom. And I think that is an interesting thing to think about every mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's both both are valuable. Mm-hmm. Just because he's not book smart doesn't mean that he's not wise. Oh, for sure. Later. So, yeah, so Joey has 20 people, but they need 200 Ooh, for this rally. Yeah, it seems a little tough. I don't know how they're going to yeah. do that. And we see Pacey just, like, longingly looking at Joey and AJ together. Um, and she's like, well, you're the one who convinced me to do it. And it's like, um, no, Pacey did. Ah, da, da, da. Like, they both did. I don't know. But Jen's, like, being, like, Jen's being very observant to all of this. Oh, Jen is the most emotionally intelligent of all of them. We've yeah. already knew this, right? Like, yeah. since the first From season the first we said season. this. And she's, she's in the know. She knows how this is affecting Pacey. She's even, like, being, um, bringing up, like, hyping Pacey up to Joey in cer- certain circumstances. Yeah, which I really is. liked. Like, 
she was like, yeah, he did do that. Like, I don't know if you know that, but he did. And Mm -hmm. I liked that. So uh, I don't know. It's so difficult um, because, like, just she's not seeing it yet. Joey is not seeing it yet. It is a tough situation so far. Yeah. um, And uh, so this is when we see... um, Bessie getting a phone call Mm. so we find out that she got a very threatening phone call um saying that if basically like she thinks that people aren't going to come to their business if it's like a rallying point for this for this rally nobody's not going to be good for business okay exactly and the thing is is like go ahead well, you're probably going to make the same point. Anybody that's staying at a B&B is not going to be from town. So why would anybody fucking care anyway? I think it's more, if I'm understanding correctly with what Bessie is saying, she's more concerned about the people that gave them the loan because oh. the mortgage is in their hands. But at the same time, mm. the, it's done, right? Like as long as they pay it, who cares? Like unless look, these people are going to be so like brazen and awful that they'll go online and make fake reviews for like the Potter B&B or something like that. But no, like, but it, it's not like it's 2021 where you can go on like, oh, fair, duh. With, like, You're right. Duh. So yeah, it's, this is so ridiculous because Bessie's like, well, are we sure that like, um, what Matt did should, you know, is expulsion worthy. And it's so unrealistic to defend a man who won't defend himself. And it's just, it's so messed up that like she's saying that she's married to Bodie, like a black man. Yeah, she's not and seeing it, is she? No. And the thing is, is like I'm sure at the time their relationship was controversial and caused an uproar. Of course in town. it was. I mean, that's why Grams hated Joey. Exactly. And so it's ridiculous because like Bodie is with Joey and he says, you know, they wouldn't be fighting so hard if Principal Green were white. And Bessie's just like, oh, you want to change the word from our living room? Whatever. It's so ridiculous to me that this is the stance Bessie's taking. I know. Exactly. Her son is half black and this is the stance that she's taking. It, I mean, I think they do it so that they can give her the moment at the end to, like, turn around yeah, and even, come to Joey's aid. But it's it. stupid. Why do that? Yeah. Why? It makes no sense to me, especially if I'm Bodie. I'm so angry at Bessie. I'm not just like, oh, give her her time. She'll get over it. No, I'm oh, actually, like, I don't very think, mad at I her. I think Bodie's high all the time. I don't think Bodie gives a shit about anything. Bodie is so relaxed constantly. constantly. Bodie gives no fucks about anything. Yeah. Bodie is, like, 12 blunts, like, done. But. but but I be- I love that like I love that we are getting more Bodhi content but I also love that like he's there to support Joey and Principal Green yeah. like instead of seeing neither of them at the rally later at least we see Bodhi and like know he's there to support her because I feel like that's important like it was really frustrating that Bessie is like this and it really like made me annoyed with Bessie, Bessie. and I've been annoyed with Bessie a lot a lot she a lot sucks I don't know she does suck she's a crappy sister I can't yeah. I can't so- wait till like Joey finally gets out of Cape side and is like, I'm a rich Done bitch and you're a swamp yeah. whore. <gasps> oh my god. Instead of an ice whore, a swamp whore. Yeah, you're <laughs> you're a swamp whore. And and like and then she's gonna just like steal baby Alexander and be like, Baby oh Alexander, my. you have to come with me because Bessie keeps you outside all what damn does day. What do you want to do with fucking baby Alexander? Just to, he seems because, boring. No, because 
Bessie doesn't take care of baby Alexander because she leaves him outside half the time in the freezing fucking cold. <laughs> Stuck outside. And then my favorite is AJ walking in on this and he's like, um, I'm going to leave. It feels really awkward in here now. So and like, then, I'm going to move. And then Joey's like, but I can move you into a different room if you prefer. Yeah, instead of the nautical room, I can give you a different room. Joey, it's not the room. I hate to say it to you. It's, it's not, not the fucking the room. room. Also, the fact that AJ is staying on the premises with Joey, like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a different mm-hmm. room. I'm sure it's a different suite in the house. I'm just saying. Um, I just like don't know why AJ really did have to leave at this time. He's like, oh, I have to like grade papers, but yeah, but it was really, really going to leave like right before the rally. I know. Stay an extra day. The rally is like tomorrow. Yeah. Like, I thought that was stupid. Okay, bro. I was, it was stupid. It's like, why you, he's like, you got this. You have great people in your corner. Even that Pacey guy is not that bad. <laughs> oh, fuck. Pacey has done more for this rally than almost anybody else. And you're like, even he, Pacey's all right. Like, Pacey's bitch, fine. It's like, this it's is just, so weird. where did that come from? <laughs> they really, this show sometimes loves to like smack you across the face with shit. Yeah. And they like wanted us to feel like there's an AJ Pacey rivalry. <laughs> Simply so that he'd, he'd be like, you know that Pacey guy? I guess he's fine. What kind of name is Pacey, right? He's very, like, indifferent about anything Listen, that he does. AJ doesn't give a fuck about most things also. He's like Bodie. He just doesn't <laughs> care. Yeah. Oh, gosh. So um, then we get um, Pacey, like, stapling flyers. Aggressively. Aggressively. <laughs> yeah. I have one of those staplers. Uh, you can really get your anger out. Yeah. I mean, he's stapling them many, many times. Yeah. Um, and then you Jen only just so happens staples. to be. Oh, yeah. But he, that doesn't matter. He's getting out his anger. And Jen just happens to be right there. She must have followed him because she's just like, you want to talk about what's bothering you? And he says nothing. And she's like, it's becoming obvious. And he's like, can you just pretend it's like not obvious, though? She's like, only if we pretend to ha- not have a conversation about it or whatever. Um, and he talks about it being like an impossible situation. He's falling for the worst person he could fall yeah. for. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's not it's not great all around. She's taken. And on top of that, it's like his best friend's ex, which also is not great. Would you consider that their boyfriend, girlfriend, Joey and AJ? Yes. 100%. Oh, really? You don't think so? <sighs> like they never defined the relationship. They didn't. But I felt like it was unnecessary for them. to. Oh, I mean, also, the show doesn't more give a shit enough about you. AJ. For the draft. Oh, we don't, unless they DTR, we don't have to. Uh, I mean, we'll have the people. People. People weigh in. Weigh we in. We do a poll. Let it, yeah, we'll let do us a poll. know. Are they like. On Twitter. Boyfriend, girlfriend. Or are they just seeing each other? I thought they were just seeing each other. But I guess you're you right. You could totally be right. I mean, they've never explicitly said it. Yeah. Um, um, I figured since we've seen him a number of times and he came into town for her, that yeah. felt relationshipy to me. I don't know. Um, Jen but regardless, says. Yeah do something about this yeah what am i gonna do yeah and he calls himself the ducky from pretty in pink oh yeah have you ever seen pretty in pink of course i I loved pretty you don't see a lot of things i didn't know that i know but i loved 80s movies for a hot minute i was very into them i mean like for me i think that i preferred like the 16 candles and probably the breakfast club more so than pretty in pink oh same yeah but ducky was like a classic um and he said and Jen tells him like don't let your hurt feelings stop you from being a good friend and he says I guess it just hurts and she says that means it isn't pretend anymore 
Um, so like very nice scene. And this is the Jen and Pacey stuff I like. Like I like when Jen is a friend to Pacey. I hated mm-hmm. the relationship stuff. Well, between I don't them. think that we could have gotten here without that relation stuff, relationship oh, stuff without them. I think that they like needed. They they didn't even. They were like they didn't even think about each other before that whole thing. I think that they. Yeah. I don't think that we would have gone to that point. This point without that mess. Yeah, I suppose you're probably right. So maybe that's the one thing we do get gain from that being a I never minded that storyline. And I, I think did. that Witch Island, weird things happen on Witch Island. And I think that the love potion was real. If I had to say. If you're like, Sarah, like, say yes or no. Like, do you think that they perform witchcraft on Witch mm-hmm. Island? I would say yes. Okay. Nine and a half times go. out of ten. That half a time is just when I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> Uh, so um gail is now ready to interview dr felding and she tells dawson that both sides need to be heard so the truth can be determined interviewing the opposition and then this is when like gail performs her best like a woods impression and she's just like i'm a lawyer now but also a reporter but also i own a fish market store Yes, this is so funny because she's just like, is this is uh, he says it's best for what's the uh, sorry, uh, the Dr. Felding or whatever Fielding says this is what's best for the community. And um, and she goes, oh, that's who you're responsible for the community. And then she has him read an uh, item and it says that it's the contract for the job and his job is to protect the students. Not the community. Which I feel like. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, like I feel like she's like, this is like a bigger point than it actually is. Oh, for sure. She's blowing this like way up, even though it's really not that big of a deal. It's like. Um, But she's like very proud of herself in this moment. Am I the best lawyer in Massachusetts? Absolutely. (laughs) Is this the best. um, Is this the best Gale moment? No. Maybe. I don't know. She like she really thinks that she did that thing. She's like, I she have, thinks she's hot shit. I right have now. evidence. I'm taking my evidence like um a real housewives uh, mom and taking her evidence from behind a pillow mm-hmm. and said, Here, here's my receipts. Like, ma- mister, this is just facts. You're responsible for mm-hmm. students, not the community. Yeah. So she really I feels like you. she did it. And Dawson's on him. like, you know, like loving yeah, it mom. from the back. Good job, mom. Good job, mom. Good job, mom. Um, Let's go back to the fish store. <laughs> Let's go pick up some fish for your restaurant. So stupid. So dumb. I, Why do they need another fish store? I, Why do they need you another know what? Like, fish I would even, if she was like, you know what? I really like this. I want to go to law school and become a lawyer. Great. Phenomenal. Better than a fish restaurant. Not, I don't want I a fucking restaurant. So we just did it with the ice house. We did this. Well, I don't We've understand why they decided to do this move. Because this is fucking what's his face's thing. This is Mitch's thing. The restaurant thing. That was always Mitch's thing. No, I mean, they say that. Remember, Gail's he was thing. like designing. He, I, he was one. designing like a restaurant. Now he's a, a substitute teacher or something. Uh, a coach. Is he still I, coach? Uh, maybe. Yeah, he's a coach. I don't understand. I really, really don't understand why the None show. Why the show was like, yes, like the ice house. We lost the ice house. So instead, we're going to make Mitch and Gail have a restaurant. Like what? 
Yeah, it, this uh, is all very makes, dumb. Makes no sense. But, but we're now at yeah. Principal Green's house, and Nikki is leaving. She's going to go to the rally, and she says she doesn't understand his position at all. Um, she, but he's afraid he's going to be portrayed as an angry man, and he says he is angry. Why shouldn't he be? He knows he's doing the right thing, but because someone has these deep-seated fears, mm-hmm. it, he's going to end up having to resign. And so Nikki ends up leaving. Um, to go to the rally by yeah. herself. I think it's hard to understand for Nikki, but I think that I think that with some thought, she'll understand the situation. Yeah, for it's sure. It's frustrating. You want to fight for your like you want your the person that you care for to fight for themselves, but of course. So yeah. now uh, we're at the rally, and um, I don't know. We get Joey giving this like speech. Yes. So, um, right. So uh, uh, Dawson is filming this whole thing. And this is when, like you were saying before, Jen is like, hey, Pacey did a great job getting the word out, huh? That Pacey guy. Um, And Joey's like, I haven't heard from him at all. And then he's at the microphone and he introduces Joey. So Joey gives this big speech about Principal Green, about how he's like been with us this whole year, walking around our halls and supporting us. He's even with us every day, trying to make our lives better. Um, and, uh, she wants to basically spend time talking about how he's influenced everybody. Um, and then Andy obviously starts saying, uh, she's learned mistakes and setbacks aren't irreversible. We see Minkus. Minkus is here yet again. Yeah, look at him. Look at him. Doing his thing. Yeah. Um, so they, and then Principal Green. Yeah, they all, they all, they say, like, how thing how, like, they affected him. Even mm-hmm. Nikki talks about it. Nikki's like... Yeah, like dad like comes home and talks about all of you. And it's like all I can think of was like dad tells me like all the hot goss about you guys all day long. Like I know all your dirty secrets, bitch. Yeah, it's like that's not what I thought. I was like, "Mm, I don't know if you want to be saying that, Nikki. Like I understand like you're like, oh, he like really cares about his students, like he thinks about them even when they're home. But it's like he's like like, he talks about you guys at dinner and then after dinner and then before dinner. Actually, that's all he (laughs) really talks about. All he uh, talks about is you guys. He actually never asks how my day is. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. And then Principal Green does show up, and he speaks, and he's like, you know, I'm really happy that I touched all of you guys and, like, made a difference in your lives, but also, I'm not staying. Like, I've made my decision, and I'm leaving. Yes. Um, and he says, regardless of the outcome, he wants to thank everybody um, and this was like a really nice speech that he had. Um, and then afterwards, we see Jen approaching Pacey and she says, you know what? You did it. You rallied for her in a very ducky like manner, um, which obviously is a, a reference to Mighty Ducks, like for sure, especially the jersey that Pacey is wearing because he was in the Mighty Ducks, right. Joshua Jackson. Yeah. Um, anyway, so he says she doesn't even she didn't even thank me. And he, she says one day she will. Don't worry. Every duck has his day, which actually is the reference to um, Mighty Ducks. Oh, uh, OK, OK, OK. Yeah, yep. that makes sense. Um, and, and then she says, just ask Henry. And it's like the fuck. Don't call Henry a fucking <laughs> duck, Jen. <laughs> yeah, just like, oh, yeah. Like, he, like, you know, even Henry has a good day because I gave him some attention. Yeah, exactly. Like, girl, stop being so rude to Henry. My God. Where's Henry? Henry was not in this episode. Um, He was not at the rally. He could have been an extra number. Um, And then, I I, I mean, it sucks that, like, Joey didn't think to say thank you yet. That's, like, not cool. Yeah, I think she just has, like, a lot of people approaching her at the moment. And Mm -hmm. so she's kind of busy talking to everybody. Um, But, yes, then we see... 
um Bessie approach uh Bodie and Joey she shows up with Alexander who's of course freezing and he's in a jacket um <laughs> she's like baby Alexander cares about you Joey but I like, don't girl, just say it just say it yeah he's proud of his aunt Joey how talented you are how smart how brave baby yada, yada, Alexander yada. didn't say any of that shit because baby Alexander can't talk yet baby Alexander literally just eats sleeps and poops that's Why what he does and he shivers because he's cold <laughs> why does Bessie have to lie I don't even know if dumb. baby Alexander can say the name Joey I don't know he can't. I can't he I'm can't. not quite sure because they haven't given baby Alexander any lines and that's fine because we don't care about baby I mean Alexander. I like baby Alexander's hair okay and he's that's a cute it. kid but also yeah so she's like you know what like I'm proud of you and you know what um you're <laughs> you're not going to ruin the family business it's yeah, fine it's fine it's don't fine. worry yeah um yeah so then we see principal green is in his office and he's packing things up joey comes in and she says she feels like she failed him um because they weren't loud enough and so she apologizes and he said in all of his years in education he's never felt more successful than Aww. he does right now um he says thank you for fighting for me and this was like a very sweet moment and then it caught like so so like heartbreaking but also like really nice but also really it's like very bittersweet when you see he leaves his office and all the students are like lined up to like applaud him as he leaves with Nikki yeah. it was like a really sad moment because I really liked Prince yeah, Green as a character yeah. and like we were really excited about Nikki too joining the cast I cannot so, believe it can we assume that like Nikki is that's it? Yeah, like, I not looked it up. Any longer, I looked it up. Sarah, I sorry. You're not supposed to spoil yourself. I know, what are you doing? but like, it's, it's just, like I didn't think that like just seeing if Nikki. I'm sorry, what was that defense? I didn't think that like just seeing if Nikki was going to be in any other episode was that big of a spoiler. It's not that big of a spoiler, but like I wanted yeah, it's to just know. Sad. I wanted it's to that, like, and it's annoying because yeah, like we, I was really excited about Nikki. I thought that like him and Dawson had like potential. I thought That's that Principal Green annoying. was a great yes. um a leader, a great mentor loved for Andy. him. Yeah. Um I think it's really annoying on many levels, one of which is because we're not going to get the Dawson Nikki stuff where there definitely was chemistry there. Two is okay, let's just take the only like two people of color yeah, off of that's the show, true. which is also infuriating yeah. especially on an episode like this where that's the fucking topic yeah like it's so annoying yeah. like i felt like they added a fun dimension to the show and not only that but not even if if we take relationship off of the table between dawson and nikki the fact that she's also interested in film and like was forcing him to confront these feelings of maybe he's not that great at it i really liked that aspect of the show yeah i liked it too i thought that nikki and principal green were two great characters um i would have said that they were like my probably the two of them my two favorite supplemental characters of the season and it is a shame that their story arc was so short um i would have wished that we had more time with them yeah it's really upsetting i feel like if you listen to our boy meets world content i feel similarly about like the eli thing and kind of like the jonathan turner mm, thing yeah where granted these send-offs were much better than theirs but at the same time i don't know why they needed send-offs right like I don't know. they could have had the story end differently or told a little bit of a different story in which they get to stay um they could have addressed this type of social issue while not having them leave the show 
Um, so that really sucks. But I again to to reiterate, this scene is amazing. It's a great scene. Um, I'm yeah, just upset. It's they're very off the show. emotional having everybody come out and clap for yeah. him um, and show their appreciation. And in hand in hand, Nikki and Principal Green leave the school. And at least, if anything else, like. Principal Green stuck by his convictions. Like he didn't, of course, yeah. he didn't like give in to the pressure. And I think that he can leave with like his hell, he- head held high. Yeah, um, he's not sure. a sellout. He's not a cop out. Like he knew what he did was the correct move. Um, and that's that. Sometimes in life, it's not fair. Like I'm reminded of my favorite college professor got drove out. Um, my junior year of school and it was also uh, a very unfair thing and I Mm -hmm. thought that it was terrible because he really you know helped my life like he made everything better with my schooling and I got a lot out of it and I think that he was a great professor and ultimately like it was some sort of disagreement between two professors and the professor Mm -hmm. that stayed was a fucking shitty ass teacher terrible teacher isn't that the way it always it is? is exactly so like he it's not no. always the fair thing in life and it's not always about no. the betterment of the students it's yep. about these politics these like office or school or community politics yep. and it's a tough lesson to swallow and then once again i applaud uh dawson's creek for telling a story that's not easy but it's something that we see all the time yeah. Uh, and yep. then we get the pleasure of going back to the restaurant with Galen Dawson. <laughs> no one cares which is about this particular side of the story, but you a know. very moving scene where Gail says that she got <laughs> the a, a spot on the news and gets to yeah. go in and film the intro. And Dawson's like, that's great. Like, you can, like, go back to news reporting i'm sure yeah. and then she goes that was her fucking dream not a yeah. fucking fish restaurant yeah and then she's like you know what i don't want to do that anymore i want to do the fish restaurant and it's like it's almost like okay like you know she she wants like the point is like she wanted to leave on her own terms uh, which in a but way then she, why was she shown having so much fucking fun doing the reporting? Yeah. Like, she was enjoying her sh- herself. Yeah. Um, I know. It's really stupid. And she wanted a chance to say no. And now she's just going to forget her news reporting anchor work and just live the cod dream. Yeah, and she just keeps complimenting Dawson as if his ego needs any more stroking. Yeah, she's, she's like, you're the quiet hero. You inspired me. You're smart. You're capable. You're sincere. Like, okay, enough. Enough. Yeah, what did he What did he even do? He did, like, nothing. He suggested he film her. Wow. <laughs> it's like, Claps you're an Dawson. amazing child, Dawson. So ridiculous. Yeah. So then we get arguably one of the best scenes of the episode beyond the clapping in the hallway. Um, Pacey drags Joey somewhere Um, He says a girl A wall and a paintbrush and he points to the Wall he says he rented the wall for a Hundred dollars it's a big fucking wall Good deal Um, he says it's bigger and Better than the last wall she had he got her A can of paint and she says she's Gonna need his help Um, She's like you're unbelievable you challenged Me in a way no one else would even think Of and she finally thanks him Um, And my question is How the fuck she gonna paint a wall in the middle Of winter uh, hopefully she has 
she has time. I don't know. I love the wall. I'm not going to. It's very sweet. I'm not going to be like making fun of PC for the wall. I think that's a very, very sweet sentiment. It, it, it actually inspires her, unlike Dawson, yeah. to, I don't know. Unlike AJ, who's boring as fuck. Um, it, Like, it pushes her. Um, I think it's an extremely sweet sentiment, and um, I I love it. I think that, you know, if I, it's not a secret that I would love something like this. It's very romantic. Um, yeah, it's a very, very sweet sentiment, especially because her mural got destroyed, and this is a bigger, better canvas for her to just do what she wants with, right, mm-hmm. to inspire her and be creative. And, yeah, I think this is a great – way to show that you don't necessarily need someone right like she dated Jack and they both had the same interests in art you don't necessarily need somebody who has the exact same interests as you as long as that person is supportive of those interests so I like what that says about the potential of of Joey and Pacey right yeah and like I think that's pretty obvious that like freaking Dawson has very not been supportive of Joey's interest in art and right I don't know I it's hard not to love the prospect of Jossie. It's hard not mm-hmm. to. I can see it. But the show is mm, like master manipulators. They really know they what they're really, doing. They really know what they're doing. And yeah. it, it's hard to not love what we're getting. And all I have to say is that I don't think that Miss Josephine Potter deserves Pacey. I don't think... Whoa! These are big words. I'm just saying, like, I don't... What did Joe... Like, what did Joey do? Just besides put some hair behind her ears to... She bites her lower lip. And bite her lower lip to make... (laughs) To to earn the thoughtfulness of Pacey. I I don't know, but... This is a good episode. I think it's a hard one to watch, but... I really, en- I I don't want to say I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the episode, but I hate, like, I get so annoyed watching it. It makes me feel things, which is a good thing, right? Television should make you feel things, and it made me feel things. Many different emotions, a variety of emotions yeah. here. Ends on a great note. Yeah. I'm very upset to see Principal Green and Nikki go, but love that, like, if this is their send-off, it's a great one. Mm-hmm. Um, so love that. Um, would you like to know what the next episode title is going to be? Yes, please. Cinderella story. Cinderella story. Mm-hmm. Huh. What does it mean? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe like Pacey's Cinderella. Okay. He's going to find shoe that fits. I forgot about the shoe part. <laughs> Which is like. You forget about the shoe part. That's like the whole thing. I don't know. The glass slipper. I don't know. I just okay. like. I think like when I think of Cinderella, mm-hmm. I just think of the ball. That's probably the first thing I think about. I think of when I think of Cinderella, the first thing I think of is like the carriage turning into a pumpkin at midnight. Oh, yeah. Or the mice that goes Cinderella, Cinderella. Yeah. Yeah. You know? No, no, I totally do. I totally I totally know okay. what you mean. But like, I think that I think I think about like the the gowns and the ball. It's fair. I always liked. Um, what's the Drew Barrymore uh, Cinderella? That one I love. It was a Drew Barrymore Cinderella? Yeah. Hold on. Drew Barrymore uh, Cinderella. Yeah. Um, Ever After. I love that movie. Is that a 90s movie? Um, bup, bup, bup. Yep, 98. Oh, we got to watch that. That one. You've never seen okay. it? I 
quality. It's quality. I don't think so. Her hair looks beautiful. Oh my god, it's the best movie ever. Okay, well, we can watch it. Yeah. Um. Yes. So, anywho, um, shall we get into some feedback and some fashion hour after the ad break? Yep. All right. Let's go to a quick word from the sponsors and we will be right back. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. And we're back. Um, let's get into some feedback because we got a bunch of it. This is a very, um, I think it's like an infamous episode. So let's break it all down with the people. Yeah, um, let's start off with Stefan. Stefan, the world mm-hmm. traveler, is back in California. I'm glad that you had some nice travels. Mm-hmm. Um, he just wanted to say that this made him very angry, this episode, and that people suck and Principal Green deserves better. We agree. Um, we are talking about the man who taught Joey how to do jazz hands on friends. Yes, I remember that episode. It is like the um, Joey wants to try out for like a play or something. And yes. he says he has all these like years of experience dancing and he really doesn't. And so he has to like, yeah, it's very is funny. It the, is it T like T for two? No, uh, that's the tap no. dancing. That's top dancing. Yeah, I remember now. Oh, I found I found the article, another uh, article, the clip on the YouTube. Yeah, yep. uh, let's see. I see Principal Green. Oh my God, there look at is. you! You look like an icon. Yeah. Um. Let's. See. I want to see the jazz hands. Yeah, he does it at the end. Okay. Like, oh, I see it. I see it. Yeah. Oh, oh. Ooh. Oh my God. Wait. <laughs> Principal Green can really get down. He knows how to do like it's like Potter Beret, Potter Beret. Oh my God. He's he a great he does, like, dancer. Spin. He spins. That bitch. is some really good jazz hands. Yeah, he's good at it. Um. Um. <laughs> Joey. Um. Not Potter doing jazz hands is very entertaining. Joey not Potter. Um. Yes. Okay. Next up, we have an email from Kimmy. I uh, Kimmy says I've made a definitive ranking of every Dawson's Creek episode ever, and five out of the next eight episodes are in the top ten. Holy crap! Including this I know. one. I love this episode. Here are some notes. Number one, look, I'm on the school board and I can say with all certainty this is not in any way how this works and not how any of this, how any of this works. It just, this is not right. This is, she says, uh, this is not how it would go down, which is kind of what our question was earlier. Like, could this happen? Yeah. What is this? Good to know this isn't how this would work. Yeah. Uh, number two, AJ, get out of here. You're so boring. You have no loyalty. Go yes. away. 
Oh, I mean, I, I just think like at least he's trying. Yeah, whatever. He's uh, number three. Who knew Gail wasn't actually a good journalist? I thought she was just <laughs> blowing Bob, but here she is doing great work. Twenty years with this fish restaurant. Ugh. Sarah, what are we going to do? I don't know. Like, I don't know how fish, I'm man. going to survive the fish restaurant. The fucking fish. I don't want it. I don't want it. Nobody There does. is no amount of cod or bass <laughs> or salmon or shrimp or crab. or You know a lot of fish. Uh, oh, I can probably name a lot of fish. I think that's my talent. Swordfish. That is your talent. Catfish. Naming fish. Yeah, I think so. What a talent. Uh, I think that's my only talent. Number four, Minkus. The crossover is serendipitous. I love yeah. seeing Minkus. But I do Minkus too. older looks even weirder than young Minkus. I mean, he's just growing into his face, I, know. I it's, think. It's it's weird. Number five, I'm heartbroken over Principal Green. What an outpouring of love. He really yeah. did inspire these kids to do and be better. If I don't get a slow clap in my life, what am I even doing? Thank God for teachers of our children so that our garden can grow. Yeah, that's that song that plays when he walks yes, out. Yes, yes. Thank God for the teachers of our children. Wow. So our garden can grow. Oh, yeah. I, um, I just think, I can just think, of like a good handful of teachers that really really I think were important people in my life Mm -hmm. and I think that it is we don't give teachers enough credit enough money enough acknowledgement um Mm -hmm. because they are the ones who are shaping your children um yeah they're making them like them combined with parents are making them into not little assholes so like and pay them more. And like we talk about a lot on like Boy Meets Worlds, like we feel in a way at a certain point, it really is like teachers that take over that role from the parents of shaping children. Because yeah. um, yeah. you spend honestly probably more awake time with your teachers than you do your parents, yeah. especially if you're a latchkey kid like I was. Yeah. Um, and number six, he bought her a wall, a motherfucking wall. Well, Sarah, Jess, Linda, if you're not at least <laughs> sipping Jossie juice at this point, I don't know what else to do. Has the needle moved a little? Um, okay. Well, I mean, Jess, like, what do you think? Here's the situation. You. I was, like, fully pandy when it was happening. I have been trying to, like, reserve, be reserved, be conservative, not mm-hmm. be too out there because I want you to, like, form your own opinions. My and opinion. because I know, yeah. like what will happen and like I know some of the stuff Mm -hmm. it's like hard for me to say it without feeling like I'm influencing decisions Mm. so I will say I love this moment I think Pacey and Joey as we've seen have a great chemistry have great balance they equal each other out in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. um and I loved Pandy don't get me wrong Pandy was great I think what ruined Pandy is the season three showrunner in the beginning, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They could have come back, but they didn't. And now if we have to put Pandy in the past, I love Jossie. I love Jossie. <laughs> my my only question in this world is who are the people that are pro Dawson and Joey? We don't hear from them um, often. I think... I think okay. If I'm putting this into perspective, I think a lot of the pro Joey Dawson people were people watching this like live when it happened and were more casual versus the people that are rewatching it now in 2021 
and like are really huge huge fans of the show right Mm -hmm. i feel like the casual viewers are doss and joey and more of the other people are like either pandy or yeah is it it must be josie right because joey pacey josie juice i like jossie better oh well we can say jossie that's fine yeah i get the jossie people i get the pandy people i don't know who you are if you're like full on they don't even have a ship name Jocelyn, Jocelyn, Doey. <laughs> it doesn't even make sense. Doey's terrible. I just want yeah. if you're out there, like please let me know and like yeah. you know fight your case. Like like get into yeah. the ring. Get in here. They're, they're, so give they're me. I want a vibe check. How oh. are you feeling about the Jossie sitch? Yeah, like it's hard not to fall fall in love with it. Like I, it's like you know you you, you had to like take pandy out of it right like you can't like you have we've to, moved on at this point right like that to, was season two news. you have to take them out of the equation i mean do i think that they're a better couple than joey and dawson like 110 110 percent but it, like yeah like i am a simp and i will follow whatever the show's telling mm-hmm. me and the show that's is fair telling you're influenced by the show the, for sure. the, yeah like i mean i like it like of course i like it he bought her a wall like what else could i want i want somebody yeah. to buy me a wall okay i don't know what i would do with it but i want it i mean you're not i mean are, can you paint yeah no <laughs> that's, that's i'll my buy language. you a wall just for you to hang pictures of your dogs on yeah like i mean like i just want it like i don't want it like <gasps> I don't you could do um, something you could do that thing it. where like you could coup- decoupage or whatever Decoup- the hell <laughs> decoupage you could take deco- yeah. is that a word decoupage yeah, yeah dog photos on it you know sure like, glue them on yeah the like na- a, like a um what's it called like a a collage. a collage the decoupage na- a collage yeah like the um the national <laughs> the national shih tzu society should there, give you, me a go. Call. there uh, you go we have a message from temmy temmy says if we follow the succession line of decisions the mayor should f- f- uh, request the resignation of the superintendent so we got like we have like Mr. Green yes. being like, you have to resign from school, Matt Caulfield. Then we have the superintendent being like, yes. you should resign, Mr. Principal Green. And then we should have the mayor speak to the superintendent. And then I agree with the this. governor should speak to the mayor and then the senator. And then, like, let's just raise it up to the Supreme Court. Yeah, I love this. And then yes. what? And then what? The world take it peace to organization. The, to the- yeah, take it to everybody. Everybody. The world. Um, Amazing. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and then he points out Minkus as well. Love and of Minkus. course reminds us that he was what, like lips from like One Tree Hill? Mao. Whatever. Not Who cares? Lips. Who cares? Yeah. And Farkle's dad on Crowley's world. No one cares about Crowley's world. The famous role of Farkle's dad. Fucking Farkle. (laughs) Who gives a shit about Farkle? Okay. Okay. We got an email from Linda. Linda. Uh, We're on green team. Oh, we are on the green team. We are on the green team. I really hate seeing Principal Green go when I feel like he cares more about the Creek Creeps than most of the other adults on the show. They send off at the end when he watched in the hall had my emo cancer self crying linda there is i am the least surprised that you're a cancer my friend that is that, that is, is really the, the least surprising the thing the least surprising information i've heard in 2021 <laughs> and i love it i love cancer do we think kimmy is a fire sign 
Oh yeah, totally. If Kimmy is a I fire think sign Kimmy and Lynn is a water was sign, in Aries. That I don't know. So I don't remember. Track with um, Kimmy and Aries. No, but I love. I don't mean that in any sort of disrespectful way because Cancers are actually my favorite sign. Um, I'm offended now, Jessica. I've told you this from day one. You know, know that my all my best friends uh, that I've ever had, aside from you and uh, some other people, a lot of people have been cancers. <laughs> all of them, except for well, you. Okay, so hold on, hold on. Stand one second, one second, one second. Like my four best friends, we talked about this, are each a different element, which is good because you it's balance so all each good. other out. It's so sure. good. Like I got yeah, you. You is a Leo. I got Dina is a Gemini. She's an air sign. Jillian is a water sign. And mm-hmm. um, Michelle's an earth sign. So there my four closest. Well, why am I ranking? This is not a ranking of my friends. They don't even listen because you people suck. Well, then I should be your best friend because I, I listen. I, you, you don't even listen to us either. I participate it. You don't listen I to us, us either. I do listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> why am I doing this? I don't know. Okay. Well, anyway, interesting side note. When I was in school, one of the teachers was fired because he was gay. We had a petition to reinstate that. him, then made signs and protested outside the superintendent's Aww. building. Our story had a happier <gasps> ending. Our teacher got his job back. Spectacular. <gasps> beautiful job. Amazing, Linda, Linda, I'm really happy that you fought for what was right, and I'm glad mm-hmm. that he got his job back. And screw you, freaking teachers of Linda's school. How dare you do yeah. that? Um, this episode felt a bit off. Joey has hardly had any interactions with Principal Green, so it seems odd she'll be the one putting together the rally and protest. It seems a lot more in Andy's wheelhouse. <gasps> That's what we said. That's what we said. Plus, Green was her mentor. I totally agree with you. It seems like she would be more likely to organize a rally and save Principal Green's job, especially after how he just helped her. It was yeah. very odd that they barely showed Andy and it kind of makes me feel like Joey's the focus just so they can have a reason to bring AJ back and have Pacey giving Joey puppy eyes all throughout the episode. I I don't disagree with yeah. this that like they're trying to give more Joey content yeah. even though this feels like a more I, Andy type of thing. I mean like I think like since season one we've been getting less and less of Joey in a way. Yeah, so maybe they were like, time to give Joey content. Joey needs some storylines. Yeah. Um, I do love that we're getting more Bodie. So do we. Yep. I understand why Joey would fight for friends, Principal Green and against those racist douche canoes. I just don't mm-hmm. see her organizing everything that seems like to fit Andy's character more. I absolutely agree with you. I think that would yeah, make more too. sense. I also think for, as we said earlier, for the sake of making a compelling and non-biased um, argument like I think it would have made more yes. sense if Andy did it too um, speaking of Andy she had my favorite quote of this episode um, the Linda you would find the one Andy quote that she had <laughs> I love you girl the two most important things I learned from Principal Green were that were mistakes and setbacks are necessarily irreversible and if you can't learn from yourself then you can't learn from anybody I think that's um, a great line yeah, um, so often sure. we see mistakes and setbacks as world ending moments with no return that isn't the case though these moments teach us lessons about who we are and who we're meant to be they can help heal us and help us grow into our best versions of ourselves beautifully said Linda I think that's mm-hmm. a great point I think that sometimes when you do make mistakes you're just like that's it for me like there's no going mm-hmm. back I'm a terrible person now but there's always there's there are always, always opportunities to learn yeah yeah to move and grow for sure on that year happy new year's to me and you Jess, and all the noodles and we hope that 2022 brings you happiness as well linda and we can't wait to share it with you and 
everybody else um, in our crew. Yeah, this is, I mean, we've had an amazing year of Dawson's Creek content. Obviously, this will be coming out on the new year, in the new year, yeah. but, like, I'm super excited to get into the rest of Dawson's Creek. Like, we're, I mean, almost halfway through the show, which is kind of wild that it, it, we've gotten through an entire, like, three, almost three seasons, mm-hmm. three, you know, two and a half in a, under a year. Mm, um, yeah. Just absolutely wild i'm loving the show i'm loving talking about it every single week it's just it's like one of the highlights of my week like i love dawson's creek it's so much fun to talk about because it's both ridiculous but also you have episodes like this that are like very heartwarming um and serious and deal with real world issues absolutely um um, thank you everybody for the feedback um on that note are you ready to get into some of the fashion i am i'm here amazing let's get into the rachel green award um let's see oh sorry are we we're in the l woods award for fashion excellence now i keep forgetting um first up we have uh linda's favorite andy mcphee um this is in the scene where she is trying to blackmail somebody into helping um she is wearing a kind of like a light blue almost gray um sweater with a hood like kind of like a sweatshirt with a hood it does have like an interesting cuff detailing it's like black embroidered on the cuff Mm -hmm. um and on top of that she has a gray vest but one of the main reasons I chose this outfit is because of her hair in the 90s we were all about doing complex things to our hair for no reason (laughs) for no reason at all so she's like let me not only just put pins in my hair but I'm gonna like weave them underneath each other Mm -hmm. and put these like clips in to hold them back applesauce Yes, and this is Andy, and of course she's holding one of those like super ginormous old cordless house phones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I, I like this. I like her little vest. Like it's one of those. I forget what the the companies, the Columbia, the Columbia yes. vest. Yes, they do look like a Columbia. yeah, like the yep. little felt yep. ones. Um, the yep. sweatshirt is like pretty like two, early two thousands as well. I mean, mm-hmm. Andy loves an embroidered detail. She she really she does. really and she does. loves blue. She Everything loves blue. is blue. Every Everything's blue. Um, and yeah. yeah, her hair is really, it's really cute. And her bangs look better. They're, her hair looks bigger. We did it. We got past it. We got past the terrible, terrible bangs. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, moving on, um, our next um, option here, someone who won't be an option for any longer, is Nikki Green. Um, this is her outfit when going to the rally. Mm-hmm. She is wearing um, denim jeans that kind of end, like they're kind of straight leg and end oh, a yeah. little bit of, like around her ankle. Platform heels, Ooh, baby. Yeah. Chunky, She's chunkies. wearing these real chonky black shoes um she's wearing what looks to be kind of like a um i'm trying to think of the material kind of like a felty satiny jacket like a black jacket that goes it's pretty long it goes like all the way almost to her knees mm-hmm. um and the main reason i chose this is Haheya, baby she is wearing um a ponytail but instead of just doing like a normal everyday ponytail because who wants that needs to make it zhuzh it up she has like those i remember when people used to buy those hair ties yes that you would put around the hair tie yes. and make it look like you had pieces of hair yeah just sticking so out it at all was angles. like a hair tie that had hair on it 
And yeah, it was fake hair and you're yeah. supposed to buy it in your hair color. Good fucking luck finding one. And it would stick just like straight out and make yeah. you look like some kind of weird reptile. Yeah, um, but people loved it. They're they all do. about it, And it reminds it, me of they? this. I think this is actually her hair, but it does remind me of that. Yeah. And then she's also wearing like kind of a necklace that looks almost choker-esque. And it has like little, um, it's like kind of silvery, has little things on it. Yeah, this is this is Nikki's look. Yeah, I mean, Nikki is always very like uh, fashionable in the sense of yeah. the an early 2000s person would be she mm-hmm. definitely is kind of like a trendy dresser in the hairstyle yes um very trendy and um I I, I think that Nikki will be missed I think that she's like the yeah. actress is so beautiful I think she's also one of those people that like whatever she wears like she's gonna look amazing in I'm yes, just gonna 100%. I'm just gonna miss her I hope that she has a good time like in Buffy the Vampire Slayer or wherever the fuck that she is now yeah same I really enjoyed Nikki as a character and I, I will miss her as well and especially I love her fashion too I feel like she we complimented her fashion often because it was just so much better than some other people's like she yeah. just knew what she was doing um and then last but not least we have shitty Bessie um I had to choose her because there were two times in this out episode where I was like Bessie what the fuck is actually happening with your hair um this was one of those times the other time was a little bit crazier but this one I felt like fit the bill more so she has her hair up but it's like it's like she tried to do a messy bun, but then forgot to do the bun part. And it's just like flopsy all over <laughs> her head. Um, and then she has obviously the spermy brows, bangs. She has on a big fluffy red turtleneck with like a very chonky around the neck part. Mm-hmm. And then that hideous fucking pink coat that we've seen her wear before. I like, I mean, like I complimented the pink coat last time. But yeah, I just she think looks it like a look fucking, good with this outfit like a though. fucking mess. I don't know what to say. She looks like a fucking Muppet in this yeah. episode. Episode. Like there's so much of Muppet fabric. Like how many how Muppet. many Muppets did you have to skin, Bessie, to make this outfit? Lots of Muppets, lots a of lot. lots of Muppet Muppets, and like the you know I love a turtleneck, but the this is an unforgivable one. I think. The, I mean this the sweater looks like an uncircumcised penis. <laughs> That's what that looks like. Um, oh my god so I think my winner is going to be Andy I can't I can't deal with everybody else I mean we're, like, I'm not gonna yeah, give it fine. to Nikki it'll be a throwaway you know I like to put the finger on the uh I know I know pulse. I don't blame you yeah um so amazing all right let's move on to our Paul Rudd certificate of timelessness first up you know I saw a turtleneck and I was like oh, yeah Sarah's going to appreciate this. Yeah. I have Jack, and this is in the, the part of the episode where they're, like, at, doing the rally at when the house. he's, the like, beanie. a graphic designer. He is a graphic designer, bitch. He is wearing a gray sweater, gray, tur- gray turtleneck, and it has an interesting, like, it's striped. Like, a lot of people this episode were wearing, like, winter sweaters where mm-hmm. they have, like, a very wintry pattern on them. Oh, absolutely. Um, this one's so different. Kind of looks like fencing almost, and then there's some dots, there's some lines. Yeah, it's I big, mean, there's, like, a lot of activity going on. Yeah, um, and his hair is always looking good since he redid it in season two, so... Yeah, you know. Jack's a great looking guy and that's yeah. a great looking sweater. I hope that Yeah, he looks fantastic. Always looks great. Always looks yes. good. Um and next up we have I had to do this. The man, the myth, the legend, Principal Green. I feel like his suit especially looks really nice in this episode. Um it's just a gray suit. He has a light blue um 
what is it, button down shirt underneath and like a really nice like blue and green tie. I felt like everything went very well together. And on top of that, I just felt like this is a timeless suit where sometimes we see like very baggy Mm -hmm. suits. Um, And this did not read that way to me. He's a great looking guy. This is a great looking suit. He had a great episode and I will miss him. And he's my winner. Amazing. We love you, Principal so, Green. Principal we miss Green. you. You're a we great really educator will. and we appreciate you. Yes, we really will. So that is it for the Fashion Awards. Um, We'll be back next week. Uh, And then obviously, if you missed any of our Christmas content or holiday content, go check it out. There's so much of it. On top of that, we did cover the first episode, kind of two episodes of And Just Like That. Um, Just so much so much content Sarah where can they find us if they want to um if they want to uh answer the question in the poll that we're going to post about the DTRing of mm. Joey and AJ yeah so you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at shit 90s pod you can follow us um and everything that we do on our website wwwshit 90s pod.com uh you can always email us as well shit 90s pod at gmail.com uh you can find me at Sarah Ferguson and yeah like that's it like this is um our last recording in 2022 um our last podcast that we're recording in uh, in 2021 excuse me mm-hmm. and i once again just want to show my appreciation for all of you that's it Yes, thank you all for listening so much. Um, you can always catch me at the Jess Sterling on Twitter. Um, I'm on Posher Recaps doing community building. We finished our Succession podcast, and there's gonna be something else coming out. I think today today's monday yeah i think something else is coming out today so go check over at post show recaps for some coverage if you are watching the show on showtime called yellow jackets um go check out coverage there i'm gonna be on a podcast talking about it it's actually a really interesting show christina ricci's in it so like you need a 90s fix and you remember loving christina ricci Go check that out because part of the show does take place in the 90s. So kind of right up my alley. Um, Go check that out over at Post Show Recaps. Thank you all for listening so much. Thank you all for listening to all the content we did in 2021. Um, We can't wait to do a ton more content in 2022. So we will talk to you all next time. Have a good one, everybody, and Happy New Year. Bye. Just ask. 90 shows taught me. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.